Hola, mi gente. Welcome to Tech Life, episode 507, a show for IT business owners by IT business owners. I'm your host, Paco LeBron. Tech Life is brought to you by Ninja RMM, the simple-to-use remote monitoring and management solution. Try it free at ninjarmm.com slash 10 off. All right, everyone. I am back another week later. How Surprise, surprise, huh? Um, wanted to go into what I alluded to last episode was the move. Um, as everyone who had heard on previous episode, we were prepping for our move June 1st from our West Loop office over at 10 South Riverside Plaza in Chicago over to our new home at 159 North Sagamon, and that is over on Randolph and Sagamon Avenue, where the big explosion of growth is happening in Chicago in the West Loop. Uh, for those that are familiar with a little restaurant called McDonald's, they moved their headquarters about two, three blocks, kitty corner from my office, along with the big names of Google and other potentials that are coming into the area. So we found this to be a great opportunity to move. And it was a great opportunity for us to expand and a little bit of change um, after being at our old office for about five and a half years. Moving into kind of the process or kind of the theme of the show is to kind of help those that are thinking about a move, have, are in process of a move, or maybe thinking from maybe moving from their home office to getting some type of virtual office, co-working space, or their own space itself. So we're going to divide this up into two sections. We're going to have a preparation portion of it, and then we're going to go into the aftermath of what actually happened after June 1st. Um, so we're going to jump right into it. Uh, uh, I'm going to go into of the steps of things that to think about or that I did in preparation for the moves. And the first thing that came to mind was marketing materials, um, specifically print. Um, I actually was lucky enough to be running out of my business cards, so I needed to get some new ones printed. Um, so I had the opportunity of getting it redesigned. Um, issue I ran into was my old graphics designer is no longer with me. Um, so I had to find someone else to not only edit the files, but also to kind of update some of the things that I wanted on the business card itself. Uh, luckily, I have my great friend, um, who some may remember from the network, Andres Kiros over at Green Inc. Uh, he was able to help me out and edit that information and send my business cards off. And we were also able to come up with some ideas to work with the postcards that I had because I still had about a good 400 of those bad boys left and didn't want to really just toss them. Um, after some of the discussion on some of the ideas, we talked about labels, we talked about kind of things that would work. Ultimately, I did decide to just go ahead and toss them because it made no sense um, on the way that the addresses were aligned on the postcard. So we went ahead and just moved into this direction and moved forward from there for the print. Um, so we're waiting for the business cards to come in. Uh, it is about two weeks in anxiously awaiting for them to come in so I can start networking and getting those bad boys out. Another item that you want to go ahead and think about is your phone system. Now, I have 8x8, which uh, of another host on the show dreads this system, um, but I personally like it. I've had them for the past uh, 
five and a half years, or no, about four years now, had worked with no problem, have no issues with it. And it coincidentally enough, uh, Spaces, which is the co-working space that I'm renting out of, actually migrated their phone system to 8x8. And this is a, a newer division of Regis. And it was pretty cool to know that they were using the same system that I was. So I was very in tune to configure my dashboard that they limited, but I was able to get it to work for my phone system for myself. So one thing on how my phone system works is I have my main number that is purchased with 8x8. So 8x8 owns my specific number. They also own my old Google Voice number that I used to use as an actual mobile cell phone with AT&T. So I had it with Google Voice. I transferred it over to AT&T Business, and then I transferred that number and canceled the AT&T Business cell phone line and transferred it over to 8x8 as my direct extension. And what that allowed me to do was use my 8x8 app as my secondary phone on one device. So that's what I went and ended up doing with that. And when anyone calls my 312 number, I used to have a phone tree that had prompts for someone to click and they can go ahead and go through. Um, I found that that was very intimidating and losing some of the aspects of my business uh, or prospects that wanted to do business. So I went ahead and just changed it where it was just a greeting and then it would go straight into my front desk at Regis, who Joan, who had been with me for all these five and a half years, knew my business, knew when la what laptops were there for available for pickup. And we just operated that way. So that's kind of how it's all been working. They took my messages and they just kind of moved forward from there. The change that's happening with Spaces is Spaces, the front desk uh, community manager, who happened to be trained by my rep or by my community manager at my old office. So I'm uh, very acquainted with uh, the community manager. Me and him have a good rapport. He understands my system. So I'm very confident when I made that move that I wouldn't lose that part for any businesses dropping off any repairs for my um, for us to take care of. And But the issue is with Spaces, which is, again, is a sister company of Regis, the community manager does not pick up the phones. Um, it actually is sent to a call center in Dallas, which is Regis's call center, and they pick up the phone calls and kind of go from there. So I was a little displeased to find that out um, a little bit after the fact, but you know, it is what it is. Sometimes I just cannot get to all my phone calls. So it worked out that it went to to the call center and then send over to me. Unfortunately, it is only open through for business hours. So it's a little something that I also am not too uh, pleased with, but you got to take what you can get and it's no additional charge. So can't really complain too much on that. Another thing that I had to prepare for was moving my equipment. Um, so what I decided to do was move my entire home office, um, as everyone knows that I was in a virtual office, so I didn't have a stationary place for my previous office. Now that I do, I ended up moving my entire home office down here. So that was everything from my monitors, my PC, my Dymo label printer for repair shopper, my duplicator, my, um, toaster, you name it, my, my speaker system, 
everything ended up coming down here. I still have to bring my file cabinet that I have from Ikea, which I'll send you what I'm using for, um, which keeps all my tools, my paperwork, um, all my uh, cleaning supplies for PCs, things like that. And my brother printer because spaces charges for every print that is sent from my PC. And as the, I forgot what movie it was, but uh, yeah, homie don't play that. So um went ahead and got that, or I'm going to have to get that in here sooner rather than later, but that is kind of something to think of as well. So problem with my office is there's no loading dock. So, and there's horrible parking here. So I had to go ahead and get uh, a buddy of mine come out with his truck, grab all my stuff, which was luckily just my PC, my two monitors and two bag and two bags and brought everything over. Um, I do have a locker over here as well. So it also allows me to put some of that stuff in there. So it, it really worked out for bringing all the stuff in there. But something to think about is to understand, will you have space? Will you have the time to go ahead and do all that and making sure that your vehicle is not towed because there's no loading dock. So you want to make sure you're prepared for bringing all that stuff. And of course, there are other services like Dolly and other, you know, uh, TaskRabbit to help out with that as well. If you want to pay for that, if you don't have the help of any friends. So that's something to think about as well. Other process that I had to do was set up that system and setting up a new system and a new guest process. Basically, how it works out is my system for the phones, I now have another number that I have to transfer. So what I had to do in 8x8, because I had the one number from Regis, I had to update that over to another phone number that Spaces gave me so that the calls can go through and be picked up from the system as well. Or I'm from uh, from the receptionist, or from the receptionist of the call center. So eight by eight has this cool thing where you can go ahead, and I'm sure every other auto attendant has this, where you can make all the settings, but you don't necessarily have it on until you click turn on, and it activates the actual system. So what I went ahead and did was I recorded new greetings. I went ahead and updated the call tree, and I also went ahead and set up the phone system, and went ahead and put it out in there as well. So now any call that gets called from my main number, they'll hear my greeting and then it'll go straight into uh, the call center. They'll take the message or whatever it may be, return it to me, and then I will call the customer back or they'll come in if necessary um, as well. Other thing that we had to do was we had to add our name to the directory. Um, another change was my old office had a security guard that checked everyone in and let people up. This office does not have that. They have a door bit ringer um, where it's a phone directory that calls. Had my rep go ahead and put them on in the directory or had, my, had them put my name, in, uh, my company name in the directory. And now people can call into there and it'll call up and everything is good to go. So that was pretty cool. And we got that all sorted out as well. Why don't we go ahead and take a break? There's a couple more things that we had to do as well. And uh, we'll go back to the preparation portion of the show. This episode is brought to you by Ninja RMM, the easy to use single pane remote monitoring and management solution to help you become more efficient, more productive, and more profitable. Ninja RMM understands what you need to help your customers, which is why their RMM solution is integrated with tools you use every day. With Ninja RMM, you can have a faster fixed response time, offer preventative maintenance to your customers. Ninja RMM provides patch management, antivirus, email, or SMS alerting. 
You can be set up and running quickly with minimum training. Plus, there are no contracts, so you can focus less on stress and more on your customers. Ninja RMM also offers a PSA integration, which is for Autotask, uh, ConnectWise, and uh, Repair Shopper, and newly Excello. And I do use the Repair Shopper integration very heavily. And one tip, tip for those that are using the Repair Shopper and Ninja RMM integration is you can actually automate your recurring invoices if you charge per endpoint. So what you can do is if you go into recurring invoice in Repair Shopper and you go into the um, bottom of it where it says charge by line, there's a drop down that says by workstation or by... Uh, I'm going to have to get back into the next episode on that specifically, but there is three options there and it will allow you to notate the assets that are in repair shopper that synced over from Ninja and you can calculate that into your recurring invoice. So for example, if you have 50 endpoints that you're charging per that month, next month there's 55 at the time of billing, it will go ahead and add the additional five for that pricing and send it out to the customer more automation, less you have to do. This is why Ninja RMM has that great integration with PSAs. And I love it to be able to get my more money back into my pocket without losing money because I didn't get the chance to manually go back in and get that set up. You have network visibility inside your RMM, easy to read dashboards and powerful device search to create custom queries and export the list to keep your customers up to date on the hard work you do for them. You also have an executive style report showing important system metrics such as a health score, software added or removed, hardware changes, and team viewer and splash top connections. Ninja is offering PodNuts listeners a free 30-day trial if you decide to buy 10% discount as well. Go to ninjarmm.com slash 10 off for your chance to trial this software and to be a client of there. And we thank Ninja RMM for being a client of, or I'm sorry, a sponsor for Tech Life. All right. So moving on to the preparation portion of this episode, we went ahead and did all that stuff that we just talked about there. And also what we went ahead and did was we had to educate the new guest process because not only was our community manager here um, and he was familiar with the process, but he was going to be on vacation that week. So we had to let the GM know of the um of the co-working space. So she was familiar with it along with the new person for that week as well. Worked out well. We um, will talk a little bit about what ended up happening um, after we moved in, but make sure that any new changes or any new staff that they're familiar with your process, especially if there's some things that are just not as um, readily to understand specifically with your stuff. So what we also did was we added a pop-up on the website. So as we hit June 1st for our cutover, we went ahead and added a pop-up to let them know that we went ahead and we're going to move June 1st. Now, what we did was we used um, AppSumo, or I'm sorry, yeah, AppSumo? No, sumo.com, sumo.com. So we use sumo.com's list builder, which gave us a pop-up. And normally you would click it. So it would go ahead and give you to like a contact form or to sign up for a newsletter. So what we did was we changed the one portion and put a URL in there that was to the directions in Google Maps of our new office. So basically what the message said was, hey, we moved. If you want to get directions, click the button. It clicks the button. It takes them to a new page for Google Maps. It types their address in and it gives them the directions to get through. So 
something we did real quick, but to let our customers know that we're used to coming to our 10 South Riverside location, we went ahead and made sure that we had that on there as well. But we also emailed them. We emailed all of our residential clients to let them know that we were moving. And we also called all our business clients to let them know we were moving as well, because some of them were able to walk over for some of the repairs. Now that we're about a 20, we're about 10 minutes from where we were, but for them, it was a 10 minute walk to our old office. So now it's about 20 minutes for them to walk over. So we let them know that we will be able to go on site now, which helps increase a little bit of our revenue going up when we go on site. All right. So from all that, we basically prepared for our cutover on June 1st. So what we did was we updated our Yelp listings two days before, or I'm sorry, the day before with the new address. We went ahead and updated Google listings, which is the Google My Business, which goes into the Google Maps. We updated our website and we went ahead and deployed our recordings. But what we also did not realize was Apple Maps used to key off of, from what we understood, Yelp slash Yahoo and Bing when we first, first, first started. Now the address is being set up in a mapsconnect.com, which is Apple's own map directory. So you actually have to go in there, register, and actually update the address in Apple so that your Apple maps are changed as well. That was something new to me, and I didn't know about that until someone pointed it out in maps that my old address was still staying, even though my Yelp address was changed. So we went ahead into Maps Connect. We changed it. Now everything is good to go for the maps and not much else to worry about from there. So that was pretty much everything that we went ahead on the majority of getting it all set up and good to go in our preparation for the move. So what we're going to do is we're going to end the show right now and we'll talk about the aftermath of what ended up happening after I moved in on next week's episode on Tech Life. And you guys can find me on Twitter at ShyTechCEO or on LinkedIn. If you would like to be a guest on the show, send an email to guest at podnuts.com. I want to thank our sponsor, Ninja RMM, for this episode of Tech Life. Don't forget, if you need business paperwork to get your started in your computer repair business, then check out the link for Technable Computer Business Kit over at podnuts.com slash deals. Help support the Computer Repair Podcast by contributing a dollar an episode and gain access to the secret Facebook group at patreon.com slash computer repair podcast. I want to thank everyone for listening and still subscribing to the show. See you next time on Tech Life.